With the help of Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Daf Samachay. We left off on Daf Samachay Amid Aleph. We'll start again by the two dots, two line, four lines from the top of the Amid Gufa. We learned before. Amarav, Rav teaches that Keren Keen Shaganav. The example that we will start out with is that if when a Ganav stole an animal, the animal was worth in the market four dollars, and now the animal, the market value of the animal is only worth one and the ganaf is standing in a basin and the basin is telling the ganaf how much he has to pay and we know that a ganaf has to pay kefil or if the ganaf later sold or shechted an ox or a sheep you pay four or five times the amount so Rav said the following, the principle is going to be based on how much it was worth while he stole it. However, tashlum kefal, but the kefal penalty, or let's say if it was an ox and he sold the ox, he pays five times the amount. And again, just to repeat, five times the amount means the principal plus four. That includes the kefal also. So he stole it and he sold it. He pays a total if it was worth, like we said, four. So it's four times five, he pays 20. So, kefal, or that is paid, kishas it's not paid based on the value of how much it was worth when he stole it, as we do with the principal, but this has to do with how much it's worth when he stands in the basin. And my Tamad Rav, why does Rav hold and the question is, what is the greater Kiddush? Is it the Keren Kein Shaganov or the Tashlume Kefala Ababa Hamisha? It appears that the first statement is the greater Kiddush, for which he needs a proof. So Rav says that Omar Kron, we're going back to Pasik to Parshas Mishpat and Pedik Chav Beis, Pasik Gimel. And now that we establish that in Himatse, Simatse is a Ribui, and the words Shoir, Chamoir, and Se are specific miyutim, and the extra words was geneva and chayim, so armakra geneva v'chayim, which are extra, amayko amarachman v'chayim v'geneva, to tell you, achye l'keren, revive the principle, that it should be ke'en shaganav, as it was worth when you stole it. We're going to follow the approach that if the object that one stole is be'en, if it's here, and that is returned, then the amount of money of the Keren is irrelevant. doesn't make a difference. If a person stole, let's speak about an ox, and the ox was worth four. Now it's only worth one. If the ox is here, you give back the ox. You don't, Rav wouldn't say that, ah, when you stole it, it was worth four, now it's only worth one, add another three. But if the principle is not here, then we are not consistent in its evaluation. And again, I know that we stuck to the example four and one, but we're going to see right now that the initial understanding of Rav is that it doesn't make a difference if it went from expensive to cheap or cheap to expensive. It doesn't make a difference whether the example was the example that we gave on the Havamina, that the market fluctuated even if the animal itself became fat, the animal became skinny, fat meaning more expensive, skinny meaning cheaper, even if in the Havamina, the Ganef himself was the one that either made the animal become more valuable by feeding it, or if the Ganef himself was the one that overworked the animal or starved the animal, in all cases, Rav would hold in the Havamina that Keren Kein Shaganaf, Kefal, 
or and tashlumi abrava chamisha is kishas hamada bedin. And on that, Amar Abshesh, when Abshesh heard the statement, Amina, he said, you know what? Kinoyim v'shachiv rav, Amar lahashmaitza. Rav only said this because he was falling asleep. Had Rav been awake, he never would have made the statement. Because this apparently contradicts the following b'raisa. The tanyon, khusha, if Aganov steals an animal when the animal was lean, lean by an animal means it was cheaper, had less meat on it. And vihishminan, the ganav was the one that made the animal fat. The ganav was the one that invested in the animal. So the b'raisa says, mishalem, tashlumi kefal, and vitashlumi arbava chamisha, in other words, you can't penalize the Ganif. Now it's worth double. You pay that value for Kefal. No. He pays the amount of money. Kefal is val- evaluated on how much it was worth when he stole it. This contradicts Rav. That says Kefal Abarva Chamisha is Kishas Amada Bedin. So Amri, the answer in Yeshiva, that that Braisa is not the case of Rav. Rav was not speaking about a case where the Ganif was the one that made the animal worth more. Because in such a case, Mishum do Amar Leid, the Ganif tells the original owner, Ano, Patimna, I made the animal fat, Va'at Shakalt, and you're going to take its value. In other words, Enachanami, when the Ganif was the one that made it fat, you won't penalize the Ganif based on his own investment. However, Ravzdin was when the Ganav did not cause the animal to become fat. There, Rav said what he said. Still, the Gemara is not happy. Toshimam, come in here, a Braisa that apparently again contradicts Ravzdin. In this Braisa, speaks about the opposite scenario that Shemei the Ganav stole the animal when it was fat. And the Ganav was the one that made the animal lean. So look inside the end of the fourth line of Rashi on top of the Amid. V'hikhisha, going now into the fifth line of Rashi, Haganov, that the Ganov made the animal weak, meaning, Hikhisha biyadayim, he made the animal weak himself directly, either through betoyrach malacha, by overworking the animal, or by beating it. So back in the Braisa, Mishalem, Tashlumi kefel, v'tashlumi ababa chamisha, ke'en shiganav. Here, he pays Kefal Arbava Chamisha again Ke'ain Shiganav as the animal was when it was fat. So again, this contradicts Ravzdin answers the Gemara Hasam Nabi. Now, one second. Most of the Rishonim learn that the Kasha from this Braisa is not on Kefal because we understand that since the Ganif was the one that weakened the animal, we don't want him to benefit by, not only did he steal it, he weakened the animal. So yeah, the, the normal rule will be that Kefal, but here it wouldn't be fear to evaluate it when he was the one that made the animal weaker. So he should not benefit by doing the sin of weakening the animal. The kasha is more on tzvicha and mechidah. And we're going to learn pshat that even though when Rav made a statement that kefal and tashlumi habar v'chamisha kishas hamada b'din, really, kefal kishas hamada b'din. Tzvicha mechidah is kishas tzvicha mechidah. That's what Rav really meant. You see, tzvicha mechidah is like a whole new category. 
you have to understand the following that you know normally there's a rule that ain when you steal that for sure we even quoted before some of the Achreinim learned that if a Ganav steals from a Ganav he doesn't even pay the principal you can't steal something twice however however when a person steals it and he himself later shechts it let's say we do consider it that there were two steps in this Ganeva which is why when he stole it he has to pay back the principal and kefal for when you shechted that act, now you are chayv to pay darbar or the chamisha. And there's a beautiful explanation from some of the achreinim. The Nesivu says like this, that when a person steals an animal, an animal belongs to the owner in two ways. First of all, it is shaloi, it's his. And also it's bidashusai, which means he gets to use it the way he wants because it's in his domain. You know, in the words of Hasidis, you can say that shaloi is like soiviv, and then bidashusai is like oir hamamali. When a, when a Ganav steals the animal, what does he do? He takes it out of the Rishusay of the owner. But it still belongs to the owner. It's still Shaloi. Which is why when the, a Ganav steals from the Ganav, he didn't do anything. Was the Rishusay that it was not, it's still not. The Shaloi that it still belongs to the owner, still belongs to the owner. Which is why certainly the Ganav, Achad Ganav won't pay careful. But when the, even the first Ganav shechts it, now, not only is it not the Rishusay of the owner, you can't even say it's shaloi because whatever the animal was, it's no longer. He changed it. So let me come back over here to this b'raisa. The fact that kefil here will be different, that was not a kasha. The kasha is that tficha mechira, the trader tells you that now there's another penalty. It's not that you pay kefil, you shechted it. Now you got to pay four or five times the amount. That has to do because now you shechted the animal. So even though the ganif was the one that made it weak, why should he get away? Why should he have to pay the Arbava Hamisha? Ke'en Shiganaf, which it says in the Braisa, even though he made it weak, that is something that he brought upon himself by shechting the animal. So what should count is how much was it worse when he shechted the animal? To which the Bragamara answers, Hasam Nami, here also, since the Ganif was the one that weakened the animal, the Amri Nanlei, we tell the Ganif, you don't, you're not going to get away paying Arbava Hamisha based on the Shechita time. Because Mali Katla Kula, Mali Katla Palga. Which, let's word it like this. When a Ganif shechts the animal, exactly, when he, let's say an ox, and he pays five times the ox. When do you evaluate the ox? Not from the moment he began shechting. Because the moment you begin shechting, the animal is already worth less. You evaluate it from the moment right before you shecht it. Oh, so now that you evaluated from the moment before you shecht it, if since this Ganav took it and he began to weaken it, we'll consider his act of Ganav and weakening it as the beginning of shechting it. Like what difference is there if you completely kill it, which is done through Shechita, or when you only weaken it, which is you partially killed it. So the Kshas Ganeva is the moment before you shechted it, because you continuously weakened it and you weakened it and you weakened it until he finally shechted it. So it still fits with the rule that you pay kishas tficha here would mean kishas geneva. And you can argue the same thing goes to selling it. Selling it, you make a shinoi by... Can we practically how this works? This guy steals an ox, and then he, he, he makes it suffer. So he loses half his weight or whatever. And then, and then he, he shechts it. Or sells it or whatever. There's no animal here. Who's doing these evaluations? Based in. This guy comes to the I want you to know... 
that after I sold for you, that I subsequently so sold, I just want you to know that before I sold it, I actually starved it and made it work really hard. So it was really worth a lot less. So that's what you should pay, that's what I should pay Kanazo. You know what I'm saying? Well, he'll have to prove it, even though he won't get away with it. No, it's, let's, go, let's go to begin with. When I got a... That it should be based on Listen, the rule. So, and therefore, the, 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 the victim is the Hamaitse Mechaveroi. First of all, he has to have proof that it was stolen. He has to prove every step of the way. Then he has to prove how much it was worth. Then he has to prove, let's say, in our, in our scenario, the Ganef now, to the benefit of the Ganef, the Ganef says, yeah, okay, you got me, but it was worth it less. I weakened it. Now the Ganef will have to prove it. And he proved it. Nevertheless, he doesn't benefit from it. Okay, so now we're coming back to Rav. Kiko Amarav, where did Rav say the din that Abba Hamisha has to do with the time of Tficho Mechira? That's only be Yukrav Zaylo who the Kamar. It's only when there was a price fluctuation. In other words, the Ganav didn't change the value of the animal. The market value of the animal changed, or Rashi adds, or if the animal became fat or skinny on its own. Now, still, Chevra, according to our current understanding, we're not differentiating whether the price went from a lot to a little or from a little to a lot, even though the Gemara uses the words It doesn't only mean, like in the example that we gave, which is how we're going to end up with, it went from four to one, even from one to four. If there was a pl price fluctuation up or down now, there's where Rav is going to hold. Again, the Keren Ke'en Shiganav. But the Kefal and or the Ababa Hamisha has to do either or during the time of Tvicha and Mechiram. And here again the Gemara is unhappy. Hey, dami. let's understand what will be the case of Rav. If when he stole it, it was worth one, we're going now from cheap to expensive. And now it's worth four. And on that, Rav says that Keren, when he pays for the principal, he pays one. But when he pays for the rest, he pays for the Shasam of the Bedin. That also would be problematic. We're not going to contradict Rav from Abraisa. But if that is Shitas Rav, then Lema Pliga de Rav de Rav. So then Rav, it will come out that Rav argues with Rav. The Amar Rav, now look at Rav's case. Hi, man the Gozel, Chavisa the Chamre Mechavre. If a person steals a keg of wine from his friend, and may he caught it when he stole it, it was worth one Zeus. And after a while, the market fluctuated. And that same keg of wine is worth four. And now, the Ganeth now broke it or he drunk it. He finished the wine. So look what it says in the Rabba says, he pays four. Now why does he pay four? So again, going back to this concept that, you know, you can't steal after you steal, but yeah. There were two steps in Geneva. If one only took it out of the Rishus of the owner, like we mentioned, so when he stole it, it was not Rishusai, but the wine still belonged to the owner. Now that he broke it, or if he drank it up, now it's not even Shaloi, because the wine doesn't exist. So now, like, let's read inside the Rashi, Tavra, probably ten lines on the top of the Amen, middle of the line. Tavra biyodaim, if the Ganav broke it with his hands, or Ishasir, if the Ganav drank it. So, Mishalim, he has to pay Dalid, not four times Chavra. Dalid means that the principal is evaluated based on its current price. 
And when he broke it, the market then would pay four zoos for the keg. Which is like this. As long as the barrel was still here, even though he's a Ganif. But still, since Bereshusa the Marakaima, it still belongs. These are the words that we said, Shaloi. Why? How do I know it belongs to the owner? Because the Habayla Hadura, he has to return it. Hilkach Bereshusa the Marahukra. So since it still belonged to the original owner, when the market went up, whose wine went up? The original owner's wine went up. So now, Hilkach, he shot at the Tavrei. And now that he broke it, or Vishasye, who the Kagazale, now there's an additional step in the Gazela. Now it's nice to know that Rabbi spoke about a Gazlan just to take out the Kefal whole issue. So that wasn't even speaking about Kefal because the example that he gave was that there was Gazela. That means that it was a robbery in front of everyone in which there's no penalty of Kefal. But the Rabbi was only speaking about the Keren. And all Rabbi said is that when a person steals something, if he be a Dayim later, does the next step of Geneva, he ruins it, then you evaluate the Keren at that moment. However, back in Naba, Itmar, but if it, Itmar Memeil, if it broke by itself, let's use that there was an Oynes. So then, Mishalem Zuzah, he only pays a Zuz. Now, what's the problem? The problem is very simple. The Rav is speaking about a case of Tvicha and Mechira as well. Even in a case of Tvicha and Mechira, what did Rav say? That the price of how much it's worth, the Shas Tvicha, is not going to be used for the Keren. Rav holds that the Keren is Ke'en Shegana. I, you stole an ox and you have to pay five times the amounts because you shechted it. Okay, the four additional portions is like a Ke'en Tvicha, Kishas Tvicha. But the Keren, Rav holds, is Kishas Gezela. Rav said that's not true, that if you do the next step of ruining it, then everything is evaluated. Vishalom Dalit. So if Rav would have held like Rabba, Lechur, Rav would have said that even the principle should be paid as it's valued, Bishas Tficha. Okay, now the Gemara could have said, they take argue. To which the Gemara say, they don't argue. So now we're in the first white line. In other words, when it goes from cheap to expensive, and there is a price fluctuation, Amri, Kika, Rav will hold like Rabba. When you did Tficha Nechira, when you again took it away even more from the original owner, everything will be evaluated f- from what it was worth at that moment. And you're going to pay more. That's a chumrah. That's that for a ganav. Ki do you know where Rav said is then that you separate the keren payment and the rest only when it went down in price. Ki it began off being worth four. And now it's worth one. And now let's say the person shechted it. And now that he shechted it, so he's going to get away with the leniency. He only has to pay, if it's an ox, four, a side of the keren, another four times. So the four times is only one. Four, uh, four. No, it's four times one. But the principle is another complete four. Keren ke'en shiganath. You got to pay four for the keren. And tashlumi keful and or tashlumi or hamisha kishato. Kishato amda bedin as it's worth. Kishasa amda bedin for keful or kishas tvicho mechira for the arba v'chamisha. So Rav actually only said a chumra. If it's the up, if it, if it went one for four, if you did tvicho mechira, not keful. If you did tvicho mechira, it's mamish like the case of Rav. That means biyodayim 
you ruined it more, or you, it, before it was only out of the rishus of the, of the original owner, now it's not even his, because it doesn't exist. Right. One second, then Rav will agree to Rav that everything is evaluated based on the four. Even the, the Kedem, very good. Remember that, guys. Because we're going to have a case on Samachayim with Beis, where people right away mistake, that, you know, people, most people when they go out with the sugya, they remember, It means Rabbah holds that the Keren is only Kishaz Geneva. Now we just said that if it went from cheap to expensive, and you did something biyodayim, that's the key. If you didn't do something biyodayim, then it's always Keren Shaganaf. But if you ruined it, and now it's, it, it's not even Shaloi of the owner, because it's not in the world, and it became more expensive, you lo- the Ghana loses. Yes, we do. Because if you didn't do anything, Kefal is when you didn't do anything. The only thing that you did was, you stole it. You can't steal it twice. For the din of Kefal, that's, li- that's like Tavra Mamelo. Uh, just to clarify, the din of Rabba, if the thing breaks on its own, then you still pay Kein Shaganov. Regardless, regardless. Very good. We're saying that Rab and Rab hold the same opinion. Very good. It makes so much sense. You can't steal something twice, only like we spoke out. If you understand, note that an article is Shaloi of the owner and it's Bereshusai of the owner. If you add it to the Geneva, then you can reevaluate how much was it worth now and pay according to what it was worth when you did that other step. If not, the Keren is Kein Shagon. Very good. Yes. If the price went down, then you're Mahmed on the Ghanav and Kain Shaganov. That's what we're saying. No, it's, 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 it, really it's Kain Shaganov. Okay, right. Now, now that we established or we limited Rav's Din, so Rav's Din, that Keren, Kain Shaganov, is only when it went from four to one. The price fluctuated cheaper. The Ghanav won't get away with paying one. The Keren, at least, when you stole it, it was worth four, you got to pay four. The penalty will be based on the current price. Now, says the Gemara, Tanarab Hanino, listen, you're the Rav. Not only are we not going to refute Rav, like Rav Shesh has attempted, we're going to find a Braisa that proves that Rav is correct. And this is a mighty dick that's relevant to many other dinim. Here's the case, Chavre. Balabais, ironically, means the Shemir Chinam, not the Balabais. If there's a Shemir Chinam, which is which, if the animal was stolen from the Shemir Chinam, he'll be exempt. Shemir Chinam is pater on Geneva Vaved. So Abalabai, Yeshotan, Tainis Ganev, Bipikadoin, if the Shemir Chinam claimed it was stolen from me, and Venishba, and he swore. Now, what's the din? That's what we learned in the whole week. That Toyin Tanis Ganev, right? If Adim will come now and say, ah, the Shemir Chinam kept it. The Shemir Chinam not only has to give back the article to the owner, he is penalized with kefal. However, Vahoide, he admitted, and we also learned, Moide, Biknas, Potter. So he admitted, Ubo, Edim, and witnesses came. Both you had his admission and you had witnesses. So says the Brais of the following, Im Achele, Bo, Edim, Hoidam, if he admitted, that he kept it and he swore falsely all before the witnesses came so this is the classical case of so careful he will not pay but there's another hold in 
We have this at, we have this at the end of Parshas Vayikra. We have this in Parshas Nasai. That when a person swears, and through the oath, the person is becoming a thief, Asham Gezeilois, if the person himself admitted and does tshuva, not only does he have to pay back that which he was trying to keep wrongfully through his oath, he has to add a fifth and bring a carbon asham. It's called a carbon asham gazelis. So the moment this shaymer chinam, people don't put it together. If he swears falsely and he admits, so he's out of the din of kefal, but he's a, he'll go into the din of keren v'chaymish. So if he admitted before witnesses came, so the kefal again, however, mishalom keren v'chaymish asham, he has to give back his article, he has to add a fifth and bring on carbon asham. However, here's the key. What's going to happen? If witnesses came first. And the witnesses came first. He's chayv to pay. Kefal, right? You swore. Now that he admitted, we're not saying that now it's too late to admit. In other words, to get off the hook from Kefal, uh-uh, Adam are here. Adam came first. Let's not forget that Rav, who we learned in Shita, that Moide Beknas Va'achar Kach Bo Edim is Pater, that he was Moide before the Edim came. Since he was Moide and Moide Beknas Pater, we learned that he becomes absolved, even if Edim come later, he remains absolved. But if Edim come first, and then you're Moide, you're not off the hook from paying Kefal. But here there's another issue. Now that I'm Moide, now that the Shoy Merchina was Moide, aside of the Kefal, your admittance that you lied falsely, should the Chorah, put you under the obligation of also having to pay a Chaymish and a Karbin. So do, the question is, do you have to pay all these penalties? Are you going to have to give back the principal and pay Kefal and pay Chaymish and bring a Karbin? So there's a three-way Machloikis. So the Tanakhama here is Rabbi, is Rabbi Yaakov. And he says like this, Mishalem Tashlume Kefal, that you have to pay the Kefal, and you have to bring the Asham, However, the chaymish is included in the kefal, and very importantly, these are these cases where without the shaynim, you probably don't understand what, 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 what in this case what the Tana is saying. Let's go five lines from the bottom of Rashi. This is the key. Now, there's a Tosfos that argues with Rashi. We're learning the sugya kishitas Rashi. we are forced to say when does Rabbi Yaakov say that you only pay the kefal and the kefal covers both the kefal and the chaymish if the kefal amount and the chaymish amount are exactly the same? It's neither more or less, unlike Tresus. Let's learn Rashi. Then, let's read it inside. If the kefal would have been more, which would normally be the case. You're kidding? Double should always be more than only a fifth. The Gemara is going to ask, how is it even possible for it to be the same amount? That will be the proof to Rav when there's a price fluctuation. But let's keep on reading Rashi. Then Then by paying the kefal, you can't say that the same kefal, you know, you're killing two birds with one stone. You can't make one payment and say that this payment covers both if it's not exactly the same number. Ah, you paid kefal. So Rashi points out that Rabbi Yaakov holds that the chaymish kapara, the shvuhu. You know, let's not confuse knas and kapara. Even though we understand that Torah only gives a knas in order for the knas to bring a kapara, nevertheless, it's a different category. So kefal is called knas. 
Chaymish is part of the kapara that's connected to the carbon ocean. So that, but Rabbi, Rabbi, it goes to the, it goes to the Ganeth. La'ashet hu'ashem lo'i. That's also where we learn. It goes to the original owner. So Rabbi Yaakov holds, you have a case in which there are two chayuvim. Because of you, Toyin Tanas Ganeth, and Edim came, Kefum. Because of you being Moida, Yechayiv, Chaymish, and Oshem, and really you're obligated to pay for every single different penalty, penalty and kapara. If they are of exactly the same amount, then you pay Kefum and it's oil for both. People apply this to, for example, if a person took upon themselves to fast every Monday and Thursday. And it happened to me that on a certain Monday, it's a tainus that everyone is fasting. Because it's tainus echmeis. Because now, you know, it's shivas of Thomas. So couldn't you say that the same fast day is oil for two things? So here we have a sheet that if it's exactly the same, then yes. Because he paid the kefil, he paid. He paid the chaymish, he paid. As long as it is exactly the same amount. These are the... Then, then no. Divir Rebbeinu Yaakov, turning to Daf Samachim with Beis, v'chachamim oimrim, v'chachamim hold, and here the chachamim are basing their opinion on a pasuk in Vayikra, in Pedikei pasuk Chav Dalid. We're going to use this pasuk in a moment. This is the parsha of a person who wanted to steal through an oath, who was later Maida, does Truva, not Edom. They give back the Keren, Chaymish, and the Karbanoshim. Oh, that's the question in a moment. So here the Pasik says, I'm just seeing out the Pasik by heart. It says, Oi, Mikhail Asher Yeshava, Olav Lashekir. In any case where a person swore falsely, so Yeshalem, Oisoi, Beroishoi, you pay back, Beroishoi means you pay back the principal, Vachamishisov, Yosef Olav. And you add to the principal a fifth. And then in Pasik Chafhei, the Torah says, Ve'es Ashamoi. And then you add a Karbanosh. So says the Chachamim Beroishoi Vachamishisoi. So they're putting these two words together by telling you that when it is Beroishoi, Beroishoi doesn't mean initially. Beroishoi means the principal money. Momin Hamishtalim Beroish. When the money that is paid is only the principal amount, when there is no other kefil, then Moisiv Chaimish, then you add a fifth. However, whenever Momin Shaimishtalim Beroish, whenever you don't pay Beroish money, because in our case, you're chayif kefil because Adam came and, and proved to the basin that you're a tain tanas ganev. Then there is never ein moisav chaymish. Then there's never a chaymish. However, like Rashi says, the chachamim only disagree with Rabbi Yaakov regarding the chaymish. What about the karbanashim? The ashim you have to bring. So you have keren, kefil, karbanashim. And now Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai is the third opinion. And he, he agrees with the Chachamim, but he takes it a step further. He says that Ein Chaymish Ve'asha Mishtalim B'makim Shiesh Kefil. The moment it's not only B'Rayshoi, not only do you not pay the Chaymish, you don't even bring a carbon Hashem. It's a Toyin Tanas Ganev, and Eidim Kam, Varchak Achmoida, it's just Toyin Tanas Ganev. Pay the principal, pay back Kefil, and, you, and that's it, and you're good. Now, Ketan Amiyas, at any rate, what is Shittas Rabbi Yaakov? Like Rashi, Rashi limits his shita that you only get away with one payment for both when it's exactly the same amount. How can that be? It's impossible. Think about it. If you steal something worth one, kefal is one. A fifth is 0.25. It's always remember that when the Torah Halacha speaks about a fifth, it's called a fifth, a chaymish milabar from the outside. Uh, no? No, 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 no. It's 25. That's what I'm saying. It's 25 because let's go to 100. It's a, it, 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 even though a fifth means 20, but let's go. If I, if I owe you 100, 
when I add 25, now that I have a total of 125, how much is 25 from 125? A fifth. Or let's go, let's go to, because we're using numbers four to one. That if, if a person stole something worth four, a fifth would be one. Because now that you added one, now you're giving back five, the one that you added to five is a fifth. So the, it says at any rate, how can that be? If a person stole, the Shoimarchinum, when he was worth four, and he all of a sudden denied, he said, Geneva. And later, when it took him to Bazin, throughout it's worth four. How can it be that a fifth is the same amount as the double? How much is a kefal of Arba? Arba. Kfeil Arba. The kefal is four. How much is a chaymish of four, like we just spoke out? One. You have to add one. Now you give five. So it's not never the same. So the only way to make Rabbi Yaakov's opinion, to find an example, is when there was a price fluctuation. And you have to use Rav's din. If not, it's never going to work. Which is, the Mikada was worth four. And now it's worth one. Mikada, by the way, would mean the moment that the Shemir Chinam tainad Geneva. That's the moment of Geneva. Until then, he didn't gambit. Then, when they finally took him to Bezdin, and Adam came, by the case, now it's only worth one. So, now we have to use Rav's din. What Rav did was genius. Rav says on such a case... The Keren is Ke'en Shaganov. How much was it worth Ke'en Shaganov? It was worth four. No, I'm sorry. The Keren Ke'en Shaganov. Rab says only the Keren is Ke'en Shaganov. But how much is Kefal? Now, Kishasa Bedin. So Kefal is going to be one. Oh, perfect. So one, now the Chaymish is based on the money of how much it was worth when you stole it. How much is the chaymish of four? One. That's a case where it's going to be one and one. So Rabbi Yaakov says, you only pay one. You don't pay two. You pay one and it's oil for both things. The kfela zuza, because of Rav's din, that only achya lekeren ke'en shaganav. But the kfela is, is azuz. And the chumshay is zuza. Why is the chumshay azuza? Because the chaymish is connected to the keren. And the keren is ke'en shaganav. So that's a riot to which the Gemara says, I will tell you that the Mei Kara Shavi Arba may be the case of the Braisa that it was worth four when you stole it. There was no price fluctuation. I, your question is, how can there even be a case? For Shitas Rabbi Yaakov, that the Chaymish is equal to the Kefal. So the Gemara says, I can find you another solution. He stole and he swore. Let's not forget that when a person swears to keep money, then their Maida, they got to pay a Chaymish. But if a person swore, we're taking this for granted once and again and again and again, for every oath, you got to pay a chaymish. If the chaymish share is one, because a chaymish of four is one, so if you swore four, four times and now you're maida, you got to pay four chaymshin. That's four. Kefal not. Kefal is for the geneva. Huh? How many people 
because he swore. He kept on swearing that he's innocent. Kept on swearing. Huh? Yeah. Swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. The more, the more it's a lie, the more people swear. That I don't know. I think he brings one carbon. But here the Gemara is saying, I think it's only one carbon because we're proving, how do you know, how do you, know you pay five chumshin? Because since the actual word in Pasuk Chavdalad is Bachamishi Sav, not Bachamishi Soi, which is Lashen Yachid. Bachamishi Sav means it's fifths. Lashen Abim, Hatoyer Ribsa Chamishi Yisar Bebekeronachas. By Yashem, it's only Lashen Yachid. By a Chaymish, there's a Lashen Abim, a carbon, you bring one, and the Chaymish you pay for every fool's Shvua that you took and later you were Okay, now, quoting the price of Omar Mar, I mean, Omar Mar, we learned before, the Chachamim hold that you never, there's never going to be a, a Chiyuv of Kefal and Chaymish. Why? Because we juxtapose the words, Beroi Shoi. Vachamishi Sov or Vachamishi Soi, that and on that the Chachamim learn when the money that is paid is only principal money. That's all you are obligated to pay. Only then Moisav Chaimish are you obligated to add a Chaimish. However, Momin Shein Mishdalim Beroish Ein Moisav All of Chaimish. However, Aval the Gemara understands, which is correct, that the Chachamim hold that an Asham you bring nonetheless, even though there's also Kefal. You should use the same limud to get an exemption from the asham. Which are words in Pasig Chavdalit. And then Pasig Chavhei begins with the words. There is also a smichus. So why don't we apply the same exemption to the carbon asham, which is taka what Rabbi Shimon does. Answers the Gemara, that the word S, Pasik Chafei begins with the words S Hashamai, every S, right? Who darshaned all the S in until we got to S Hashamai Kechatira? The whole S is extra. So the Hashem added the word S, Paske Kra, Dafke to separate one din with the other. It's not that the Pasik itself is a separation, the S is a separation. So the S t- tells you that the rules of Ashem are not like the rules of the Chaimish. Ah, but I'm sure by Yochai, what does he do with the S? So he says, let me tell you something. What, whatever you'll do with the word S, had the Torah begun, Pasuk Chafei, with the words S, I would have been Moida, I would have agreed to you, Chachamim. But the Torah began Pasuk Chafei with the, word, with the letter Vav, the S. Vav, right, the Elah HaMeshpatim. That Vav is always Moisev, that this Arvekra, the Vav is a connector. That Abanan say one second. Even though there is a Vav, but the whole word is extra. Don't write S, don't write Vav. The fact that there is a word, it separates. Shemarichai tells you that S, there was no option not to write S. Why not? Because the Torah wanted to differentiate, to make a hefsek between Asham. Who, to whom do you pay the Asham? Asham is called Mamein Gavaya. Lafsuke, to, to differentiate between money that we have to give to Hashem for this sin. Lamamein Hedyet, which is called the Chaimish. So the S was needed. And the, 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 the Rashbi says, in order for people not to mistakenly apply the exemption of 
connect. And therefore, not even an Asham is paid. Okay. Now let's go back to the sugya. Says the Gemara, Amar Rabbi Ilah. We're going to learn now Amachlekes between Rabbi Ilah and Rabbi Chanino. Now look at this case. And let's not forget that we established on Samachayim Adalif that Rav is moide Taraba, that when it goes from cheap to expensive, then you shecht it. We understood that shechting it is like breaking it because now you did another Maisig in Eva. That now that it got more expensive, you evaluate even the keren, kishasa, tvira, when you broke the barrel or when you shafted it. So, Omer what happens if Golav Tlem, if a person, the Ganav, stole the animal, the lamb, when it's still halachically called a Tlem, which in English is a lamb. Venasa Ayol, and now, while it was in the domain of the Ganav, it became a ram. What's a lamb and what's a ram? Age. That's the beginning of Masechta's Pada. So the rule is, then that is Tanoim. But we're going to go with the opinion that an animal is called a lamb from when it's born. It's called either a tle or a keves. Until it is 12 months old. Then you have the 13th month, if you remember. It's called, I think, a pilgos or a palgos. And then from 13 months and one day onwards, it's considered an adult. If you say lahavdal, it's like, you know, barabas mitzvah, the animal matures. And now it's called an ayal, a ram. So if it became an ayal under the domain of the ganif, or if a ganif stole what we call an eagle, which is a calf, halachically a calf is a calf for the first two years. And the nasr now it's, it's, it, it entered its third year, and it's halachically called a shoir, says Rabbi Ilah, since since this change, according to Rabbi Law, is called a real change, therefore, the Ganef acquires it. Now, let's go back to how we started off today. We're going with the opinion that if a person stole an item and the item is Be'en, that item is still Shaloi of the owner. It's not in his Rishus, but it belongs to him. And when the Ganav is either caught, or if the Ganav does Shuba, if the item is banned, you have to return that which you stole to the owner. Rav had no opinion over there. I don't care price fluctuations. It doesn't belong to the Ganav. It belongs to the owner. However, if the Ganav changed the article, so now that there is a Shinoi, so to say, he acquired it, the Ganav. Now he has to give back the value of what he stole to the owner. Over here is where we had, you know, Rav Vechulei. You know, the Keren Kain Shaganaf and the Kefal, you know, Bishasa Madabidim. Now, Shitas Rashi here in the Gemara, which is very important, is that when Rabbi Law is saying that simply because it's now halachically in the category of an ayol or of a shoir, there is a shinoi, Rashi seemingly is saying that not ukenoi, he doesn't have to give it back. He does have to give it back. However, ukenoi enough, it belongs to the Ganaf enough, Rashi says, only for the following din. That if now the Ganef is Tavachumachar, and the trader normally says, ah, Tavachumachar, you gotta pay four or five times. Not over here. You know why you won't have to pay four or five times? Because it's already not in the possession of the original owner. We don't have this two step Geneva. It's already not Shaloi to the point that it has another name. So 
we say Let's read the Rashi inside. It's in middle of the Amr and Rashi. For what? Rashi makes it clear. Only Loha Milsa. Not that it belongs to the Ganav that he doesn't even have to pay, give it back. No, back he has to give it. But for the din of Tzvich Mechira, it's considered the Ganavs. And therefore, look at the leniency. He'll be exempt from Dalad and Because he didn't check the owner's animal. It's considered his because there was a Shinui Hashem. Avel, Keren, Vikeifel. But as far as Keren, Vikeifel is concerned, now when people forget about Rabbah, what are they going to say? How much do you have to pay for the Keren or Kefal? People say, ah, Rab says, Ke'en Shaganav. No, no, not over here. Don't forget the animal became more expensive because it got older. It's, and he did a Maisa Biyodayim to Shecht it. Mishalem Keren Kehashto. Kehashto means, that's Mamash what Rabbah says, that if you break the barrel, the Keren he has to pay Kehashto. What about the Kefal? So you would say Kefal also, Kehashto. So here Rashi adds, the Kefal either Ke'en Shiganav or Kishasa Mother Bedin. And to understand this last line of Nashi, we'll have to wait for tomorrow and Daf Samach Vav, where we, where we, we are going to further limit Rav's rule. When did Rav, when did Rav say that Kefal, Kishasa Mother Bedin, the question is, are you paying back cash or are you paying back the animal itself that you took? And we'll leave that for Daf Samach Vav. But at least people who learn this Rashi always get confused. One second, how come Rashi says, Keren Kehashto? Keren Kehashto, even Larab, because Rab holds like Rabba. Very good. So, good. So Rabbi Law says that if the animal developed, it's considered now the Ganifs, to the point that he doesn't have to pay Arbava Hamisha because Shaloi Hu Teveyach, Shaloi Hu So I say Rab Hanina with Rabbi Law. Rab Hanina who argues with Rabbi Law, challenges Rabbi Law from a Braiso. It says in a Braiso, Ganaf Tlek, clear. Venasa Ayol, Urf, a Ganaf steals an eagle and it becomes a Shoid. Look at the words of the Braisa. Mishalem tashlumi kefal. Ve tashlumi arba vechamisha kein shiganav. You have to pay everything kein shiganav. Now, says Rashi, first of all, when you read this Braisa, you have the Rashi will be left off inside. Lekamon esvin and l'rav ma'ah. Later on in the Afsamach Vav, this Mamish is a stira against Rav because the Ha'omar Kefal Vedal Vehei Kishasam Adabedin. That was Rav sold in. And now, what are we saying in the Brai Sekhe Ainshe Ganav? Ule Rav the Amar Tabra Yishasim Shalom Dalukid Ahashta Lekiloisivei. You can't use this to contradict Rav because you can say the Yochel Shanoi Dahach Masnisa Kefal Vedal Vehei Dafke Nakad Avol Keren. You can say, The Bryce is not speaking about the Keren to use this against Rabo. So, halt cup, the problem that we're going to have on Rav, we're going to leave for tomorrow for Dav Samach Vav. But what's the problem from here against Rabbi Laos? Explains the Gemara. According to you, Rabbi Law, the fact that it became now a Ayol, or it became now a Shoid, the Ganav requires it. What does Rabbi Law say? There's never going to be a chiv to pay Abar v'chamisha. Forget about the detail. Ke'en shaganav, ke'dahashta, forget about that. There is no Abar v'chamisha. That is what Rabbi Law said. That shaloi hu teveach, shaloi hu meicher. Amai mishalem, all together. Shaloi hu teveach, shaloi hu meicher. Gewaldik. The kashas and Rabbi Law, 
you see clearly that if the animal underwent this maturing process, it's the Ganapastal, there's still a chiyuf to pay Abba Hamisha. So says the Gemara, before Rabbi Law explains the Braisa to Rab Hanina that it should not contradict him, he tells Rab Hanina, Amalei Elamai, okay, before you come to me, what do you see from this Braisa? That she knew like Kani. He was not Kainet. Buharai pays it. So Rabbi Law says, I have a new question. Why should he pay Kain Shiganav? What Larav, Lasvara, Larabah, you shechted it now. How do you understand that? So Omar Lay, for this, Rab Hanina says that the reason why he doesn't have to pay the more expensive price of right now, the reason why he gets to pay the cheaper price, because the Omar Lay, the Ganav, tells the owner that I steal an ox, that I steal a ram. No, I didn't steal this article. Ah, it means even Abchanina's Maida, that a change will help the Ganif to a certain degree. Because what he shechted is not exactly what he stole. So even though normally by Tzvichom Mechida you got to pay Kehashta, but in our case you can't force him to pay Kehashta, because why is he paying four or five? Because he stole. He didn't steal an ox, he only stole a, a calf. So Amalei, so Rabbi Law tells Abchanina, Look at these words. God should protect us from such a logic. In other words, the moment you admit that even though normally the fact that it underwent a shinoi, it affects the halacha. So why are you saying it only affects the halacha for this detail? Say like I am saying. It affects the status. Which means that the moment it was a shinoi, the ganif is kind of, you don't pay at all. So Amalei, to which Rabbi responded, Adarabah, Rachman al-Islam, bidaita didach. God should protect us from your logic. You can't compare one case to the other. It's considered enough shinoi for him to have the leniency, for him only to have to pay dalad vehei ke'en geneva, k'shaz geneva, but it's still an act for which he has to pay Abraham v'chamisha. Now, one thing we have to remember, Rabbi Law challenged Rabbi Hanina. Rabbi Hanina did defend himself, did not defend himself. Rabbi Law did not explain how that rice works for him. Rabbi Law's din is that if they underwent a change from age, then there's no penalty at all for Tvich Omechira. We got a problem here. But before we go to Rabbi Law, the Gemara is going to ask another question against Rabbi Hanina. you Rabbi who hold that the Ganev does not acquire it even though it was a Keves, now it's an ayal. It was an eagle, now it's a shoir. V'nikninu b'shinoi Hashem, says Rashi, right towards the end of the Amid. Nehi d'shvach d'gufay lehav shinoi. Okay, I get it. That the fact that it got larger, that's not considered a shinoi for the Ganav to acquire it. I can, I can accept that. Why? Because the memeilo k'shavach, since naturally all animals, as long as they're living, they get older, they get more mature, that's not even called a shinoi. However, it has a different name. And the rule is that if there's a Shinoi Hashem, the Ganav acquires it. So Amar Rava says, Rava, there's something very interesting when it comes to animals, which is that even though the Torah uses the words Tele or Kevis, and then the Torah uses the words Ayo, we use the word Ego, then we use the word Shoid. We're going to find Psukim that the Torah also calls a Shoid Ben Yoimai a Shoid. A lamb, ben yoyma, is also called an ayo. Now it's not a problem, it could be called both. 
but you don't really have a Shinri Hashem. In other words, when an animal is born, when a calf is born, it has two names. It's called an eagle and it's called a shoir. When it, when it enters its third year, it loses one name. But you can't say there was a Shinoi Hashem because it was already called a Shor from when it's birth. Amarava, Shor ben Yoimai, we had this before. Kari Shor. Ayol ben Yoimai is called an Ayol. And where do you find that? Shor ben Yoimai, Kari Shor, Dixiv, Shor, Oichev, Sev, Oyez, Kiyavaleid. Ah, when it's born, we're calling it a Shor. Ayol ben Yoimai, Kari Ayol, Dixiv, we find by Yaakov Avinum that he told his father in law, Lavan, the Eilate Sain Chalayachalti, that I never ate up. Again, Now, what was Yaakov telling Lovin? How honest he is. If the word ayol over there means only a ram, only when an animal is 13 months and one day, so what is Yaakov Avinu saying? That I never ate rams, but God forbid I stole your lambs? God forbid he, wouldn't, he never did it and he would never say it. What elam hudalayachal, kivasamachal, elalaf shmamino, ayol bayamikor Okay, everything is beautiful and fine, so Rabbi Law did the best defense by attack. But now there's a steer from the Braisa on Kasha answers Rabsheshes. Ah. Even according to Rabbi Law, Rabbi Law understands that this question is connected to Machlekes Bishamay Basil. Rabbi Law passes like Basil. Shinoi is Kaina. Bishamay holds that a Shinoi is not Kaina. That Braisa is like Bishamay. If you go like Bishami that a Shino doesn't make the Ganaf acquire it, then you gotta pay for Tvicho Mechiram. Hamani Bishami Hido Amar Shinoi, even when, uh, when the item that you stole underwent a change, it's still considered under the ownership of the original owner, the Loikani, and the Ganaf does not acquire it. The Tanya, where do we find this Machlaikis? It says in Parshas, Kiseitse, Loisobai Esnan Zoino, Umichir Kelev, Beisa. A lecha lechol, nachamol umechir kalev beis Hashem lekecha lechol neder kiseyavas Hashem elikecha gam shneim that Hashem doesn't want for either the payment that someone gave to a zaina, or if someone owned a dog and they exchanged it for an item, that item that was exchanged for a dog, the esnan, the payment to a Harlot is not allowed to be offered on the Mizbeach. What happens if the Esnan Zainam, if the Mechir Kelev was, for example, Chitim, wheat, but the owner made the wheat into flour, and now you want to offer the flour to Hashem. Or if the payment was with olives, what was Zaysim, and now they were made into oil, or Anovim, and they were made into wine. So what's the din? Is that the Esnan Zoyna? Or do we say, since it, made it, it was a Shinoi, it's something else. Something else is Oknei. So on that, in one Braisa it says, Asr. It says in another Braisa, Mutar, and Ba'amar Rabbi Yosef, that Hanei Gurion, they may ask Purk, that you should know, Beishamai are the ones that hold it still Asr. Beishil are the ones that hold that it's Mutar. My Tamad Beishamai, because as we mentioned, it says at the end of the Pasuk in Parshish Kisei, it says, Gam Shneihem. The word Gam is extra. Lerabois Shinuiehem. Even if it underwent the change, still belongs to the Zaina. It's still considered the Esman of the Zaina. Beishil says that Haim, the word Shneihem, ends with the letters Haimem. Haimem means Haim, Dafke them. That is what's ushered. What does he do with the Haim? Even though there's really no word Haim. But okay, he'll accept that Shnei Hem has the Hem in it. Comes to teach you that if the Esnan Zoyna was pregnant and it gave birth, 
that kids can go on the Mizbech, the prohibition against the Eslan Zaina doesn't go on the offsprings. What about Beisilol that says Gam? So the Gemara says Gam le Beisilol Kasha. Bottom line is, you see that there's a machlik as Rishon Beisilol whether a Shinoi is going to allow the Ganav, whether a Shinoi affects, and we halachically consider it something different. In the case of Geneva, will the Ganav acquire it? So Rabbi Loa says, I paskin like Beisilol. So I stand my ground. If you steal a lamb and it becomes a ram, there's no tvicho mechira. It's already the ganavs. The b'raisa that says you got to pay kein shaganav, that b'raisa will go kishitas beishamai, and he took away the contradiction. And as we pointed out now, that we will have a problem that this b'raisa that was brought, apparently, mamish goes against rav, and that's where we'll continue tomorrow in the